Welcome to Asthma Open Podcasts. Today we're discussing the highlights in GI cancer with Professor Gerald Praga from the Medical University of Vienna. Welcome, Professor Praga. Thank you so much for giving us this interview today. Hi, nice to hear you. Are there any new practice-changing strategies currently in GI cancers? Yeah, also in GI cancer, we are very excited about uh, hearing from clinical trials focusing on immunotherapies. So at this year ESCO GI meeting 2017 in San Francisco, we have heard uh, results from clinical trials starting from the stomach, hepatocellulary cancer, going down to the colorectal cancer. I would like to highlight some of these results uh, by starting uh, from a clinical phase three trial focusing the effect of uh, immunotherapy in pre-treated gastric cancer patients. This was an Asian trial presented by Kang and co-workers uh, focusing on almost 500 patients who were prospectively trial randomized in a two-to-one ratio, either treated with nivolumab or best supportive care uh, in the control arm. The patients were treated with 3 milligrams per kilogram nivolumab every other week, and there was a very exciting result in improving the overall survival in the experimental arm with a hazard ratio of 0.63, so meaning a risk reduction of death of 37%. So the absolute numbers in improvement of overall survival are a little bit, let's say, confusing because it was just a gain of 1.2 months in median of overall survival. But this, in fact, is not reflecting uh, the real benefit of uh, the treatment. As we have seen a plateau uh, for the patients who had a benefit of uh, nivolumab treatment, so we see indeed a 12-month improvement of overall survival. 27% in the immunotherapy-treated patients, but only 11% in the control group. So in fact, in these heavily pre-treated patients, we also observed a response rate of 11%, which is remarkable in this pre-treated gastric cancer patient population. Another trial was presented on patients with hepatocellular cancer, the Checkmate 040 trial, uh, and as you might be aware, the Checkmate trials are also using nivolumab in their experimental setting. And this trial, patients suffering from hepatocellular cancer were subgrouped by etiology of the cancer, either sorafenib pretreated patients, no sorafenib pretreated patients, chronic HPV infection chronic HCV infection. So these were the four subgroups of patients, and they all were treated with uh, nivolumab, again, in the standard experimental dosage of three milligrams per kilogram every other week. What they found was a response rate of uh, 20%, a disease control rate of 64%, I think, which uh, makes it also very exciting, is that the overall survival after nine months was uh, 74%. So this might be paradigm changing in the future. What was also very exciting to see was that the biomarker BDL1 did not predict the outcome, so the clinical efficacy was regardless of BDL1 expression. So we will see in this uh, tumor type for sure more data, and it might be that this will be a new standard in the near future. 
Coming to the colorectal cancer tumor type, we have seen also data from Checkmate 142. Again, an Evolumab trial. And in this trial, microsatellite instable patients were included. And uh, quite similar to the previous data from pembrolizumab-treated patients, also nivolumab uh, had a very good effect in the mismatch repair deficient patients. Again, uh, 3 milligrams per kilogram uh, nivolumab was given every other week. More than 84% of patients had at least two or more treatment lines for pre-treated patients. And in these uh, patients, we have seen a response rate of 27%, but additionally 62% with stabilization of disease. And after six months, 83% of patients, and after 12 months, 74% of patients were still alive or they pre-treated. And uh, what we have learned from this Checkmate 1 for 2 trial was, again, that this uh, treatment effect was independent of RAS or BRAF mutation status. So this confirms uh, the predictive value of the microsat uh, instability uh, in patients with colorectal cancer. So I think these were the most exciting immunotherapy trials. Uh, and you might say that especially in colorectal cancer, MSI high patients, the treatment of checkpoint inhibitors is already thought to be a standard uh, option, at least in later lines. And this also reflected already in the new NCCN guidelines. Thank you so much for that interview and um, explaining that exciting new data to us. And besides the immunotherapy, are there any new treatment options on the horizon or even further combinations with immunotherapy in early trials? Well, we have seen um, our early trials in combining immunotherapies in colorectal cancer. So ipilimumab plus nivolumab in MSI high patients suffering from colorectal cancer is giving an additional, a minor but uh, additional benefit in terms of response rate. The question is whether you need this additional benefit when you have already a very good efficacy in the monotherapy with nivolumab or pembrolizumab because the combination is associated with an increased side effect profile. We see now very many combination trials also with chemotherapies, but in very early stage settings in gastric cancer, but also in other tumor types like pancreatic cancer, where they combine immunotherapy with classical chemotherapy. I think it's much too early to draw conclusions out of this uh, very preliminary data. But of course, the field of GI cancer is uh, also very much focusing on the immunotherapy, as um, we have seen, especially in the MSI high patients, very exciting effects of this therapeutic approach in at least a certain subgroup of patients. And are there any special side effects in that certain patient population that someone has to be aware of? Yeah, nothing new or nothing other side effects, as we know from the other immunotherapies uh, trials from, from other tumor types. So the side effect profile is quite similar to that what we know for, from the lung cancer or skin cancer trials. The, the tolerability of the immunotherapy treatment is, in the average, quite better than from chemotherapy. 
However, you have to be aware of um, how to or increase immune response in terms of colitis, hepatitis, or also on the endocrine system. But this is nothing new, nothing different to other immune therapy side effect profiles, as we know from other tumor types outside of the GI cancer. And so far, the studies you explained to us all concentrate on the metastatic setting. Do you think that also in the adjuvant setting, um, immunotherapy will have a role? You hit a very important point. I think um, the question first is, what do we do with the MSI high patients in the adjuvant or semi-adjuvant setting? So higher stage of disease, stage three, stage four disease, when the, the patients um, undergo a curative resection of the tumor. Do we provide them, as it is now standard, an adjuvant treatment with a toxic chemotherapy, or should we go immediately on an immunotherapy? So the first tries answering this question or aiming to answer these questions are right now recruiting patients. Of course, especially in adjuvant trials, we have to wait for now several months to see first results, whether this concept is indeed uh, superior to classical adjuvant uh, chemotherapy. So far, however, there are no results yet. But I think you hit a very important question. We will see in the near future whether immune therapy in the adjuvant setting is indeed improving the outcome in terms of uh, overall survival for patients especially MSI high patients, but probably also in combinations uh, patients which, uh, who are mismatch repair proficient. Thank you, Professor Prager, for giving us this overview on the currently practice-changing studies in GI cancers. Have a nice day. Mm -hmm.